0: what is good brewing bible listeners It is your host will decker we got to get a sponsor in before we start this episode it's bet online bet online is your number one source for all your basketball info stats news and scores get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's nba playoffs bet online is your sports intel headquarters this season as we have you covered For your insider sports wagering needs from basketball, major league baseball, NHL, hockey, golf, to UFC and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Make sure you check out bet online, get into the action today. So head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use your promo code believe to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts now to the Bruin Bible what is up Bruin Bible listeners is your host Will Decker a Sunday night edition of the Bruin Bible trying to recap this big time week for our UCLA Bruins and it came with a big commitment Rob Booker out of Wanakee Wisconsin flipped from the University of Wisconsin Badgers to your UCLA Bruins he's coming to sunny L.A. Uh, it's a big, big time commitment for UCLA on various different levels. I'm gonna break down why this is such a big flip for UCLA, and then I'm gonna break down the top five tra- or commitment flips for UCLA in the Chip Kelly era. I've got some great names on this list, may have missed a couple, so I'm interested to see what you guys think when it comes to the UCLA players uh and the players that you know flip their commitments. To the Bruins. Let's start with Rob Booker, six foot six, two hundred fifteen pound tight end, out of Wisconsin. This guy was a huge flip on a number of different levels, and I want to break down why I believe that this is, you know, a very huge commitment for UCLA, given his three star status and what he means to the program. First and foremost, this is a big flip for UCLA because they are already flipping players at that are committed to their competition. You know, Big Ten is just a year away, and Wisconsin, very much a premier program, man. I mean, I know they just got Luke Fickle, who I think is going to keep them very, very relevant within the Big Ten. But you look at their last 30 years. They had Ron Dane, who is a Heisman winner. They have been to multiple Rose Bowls. They've they've been a consistent presence in the New Year's Bowl scheme. And I wouldn't totally classify them as Tier A within the Big Ten, your Michigans, your Ohio State's, your Penn State's. But they're just a tier below that. So the fact that somebody is leaving a Wisconsin program, a established program that has you know, won a lot of college football games over the last 20 to 30 years, to flip to UCLA, I think this is huge. And it shows that we're a relevant presence within the Big Ten, furthering that belief for UCLA mm-hmm. moving forward. Number two, we know what Chip does with the tight end room. He is constantly overproduced with the players that have recruited to the tight end room as a whole. I mean, Greg Dulcich, Caleb Wilson. I mean, these were guys that walked on, you know, low-star recruit players, if any, and turned them into NFL-level players. You know, Caleb Wilson winning the Mackey Award. And even though Greg Dulcich didn't win the Mackey Award, I would take him over any tight end in that 2022 NFL draft class, meaning I think he was the best in the country. So – Those two guys, you know, Devin Asiasi, he put into the league, you know, went and drafted the Patriots, Um, and then you have your Ed Dixon's and your David Paulson's back when he was at Oregon that he put in the league as well. So just a lot of positive stuff from Chip Kelly and how he uses his tight ends. And I think we're going to see a lot of that at UCLA. I mean, Carson Ryan was playing a lot until he got hurt. He looked like he was going to be a steal in the recruiting class. Jack Peterson was making plays all spring. I think he's going to be very, very solid at the tight end position, Hudson Habermill and, uh, you know, Maliki Mitavo, the, the Oregon transfer. There's a lot of talent in these tight end rooms and chip consistently gets the most out of that position. So it's a big commitment for that. Number three, I just think Rob Booker is criminally underrated. And this has been a trend that UCLA has done where they offer these guys that, you know, are about to blow up. They kind of get in early on a lot of these prospects. You know, I mentioned the Luke Duncan Commitment last year it was kind of a low, unknown three star. UCLA offers him. He goes to a couple camps, he shoots up to a four-star. We've already seen it with Mark Schrawler, the offensive lineman for UCLA. He's moved to a four-star status since his UCLA commitment, you know, going to the Bruins and the camp circuit he was able to put together. So Chip Kelly is ahead of the curve with this coaching staff that has so much, you know, NFL lineage, whether it's, you know, your Tim Drevnos, Deshaun Foster. I mean, we we got to hope we can keep this guy. I think he may be going to the NFL at some point, too, because he's just so gifted as a running back coach. You know, DeAnton Lynn, you know, is an NFL coach himself. Just so much NFL talent. I trust these guys' opinions and evaluations on these players and, you know, who is worthy and not worthy to get an offer. So to flip a Rob Booker, you know, it, just a huge target, runs like a gazelle at six foot six, 215. He's going to able to put on a lot more weight when he gets to the room and when he gets to Westwood, it's just going to be a very, very solid pickup. And I would not be shocked if Rob Booker, you know, shoots to four-star status by the time he's done with his high school career out of Wanakee, Wisconsin. And just the Wisconsin, Wisconsin players are just generally under-recruited. It's weird. That area of the country, you know, the Ohio's, the Michigan's, the Pennsylvania's within the Big Ten country – Traditionally, you have a lot of four-star players, but Wisconsin and your Minnesotas, a lot of those players go under the radar. And you know, a perfect example of that is John Gates, the uh, you know former UCLA Bruin. He's been on the podcast, and you know, went and got drafted in the fourth round this year by the Cardinals. He was a two-star recruit coming out of high school. Nobody really got to see him play in Wisconsin. So, just knowing that, knowing what Booker brings to the table, I'm very, very thrilled about this. So. This is a big one for UCLA. Go watch the highlight tapes of him. Bruin Bible listeners, we've got a special sponsor uh, for today's episode. It is AG1. AG1 has been something that I've really enjoyed using in my spare time. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole source food nutrients in one scoop that you can use into your water. You stir it up. I use it before my workouts, before I start my day, and it has totally given me the energy I need. To do the little things in life, like going to work, getting extra, you know, an extra boost, a second wind, if you will, for a workout. Before I play pickleball with my friends, just it puts you in a good spirit of mind and you know you're doing the healthiest possible thing by putting AG1 in your body. Make sure to check us out and get a special deal with the Bruin Bible. It's wwwdrinkag onecom Brewing Bible to get the special deal that we provide. Once again, www.drinkag1.com slash Bible to get that special deal. Now, back to the Bruin Bible. And this got me thinking, who are the top five commitment flips in the UCLA era? I've got a nice list. I'm really excited to kind of air this out with you guys. I want your opinions. I want to know what you guys think about this. Let's start with the two guys that just missed the list. Um, Number one, R.J. Jones in last year's recruiting class. R.J. Jones flipped from Cal to ucla was part of a you know a prominent program within southern california at st john's bosco you know flipping a big time four-star level caliber player and knowing that we may get his brother at some point because his brother is in the class of 2024 and a huge reason he wants to come here is to play with his brother i think rj jones committing to ucla a guy i can very easily see playing multiple successful seasons at ucla is huge so i'm very very thrilled on that Carl Jones. Carl Jones just missed the list, was initially committed to the University of Colorado Buffaloes. And I, like many UCLA analysts, have had this guy breaking out for several years. He really hasn't quite gotten to that point, but he's going to be a fifth year returning senior this year. Six sacks to his career. He's got a lot of talent. And maybe this is the year where he matches his career sack total with more reps coming for UCLA when we're going to need some of that senior leadership on defense, you know, headed into this season. So maybe Carl Jones flips the turn. So now we've made it to the top five and coming in at number five is a guy that hasn't played a snap for UCLA, but a guy that I think deserves to be on this list. I got Grant Bucky out of the 2023 class, six foot five, 265 pound defensive end built like Aiden Hutchinson looks great was enrolled in spring and looked awesome. But the real reason he's on here for the people that pay attention to his recruitment, is he flipped from USC to UCLA. And anytime you can secure a commitment from your arch nemesis and have them, you know, be of caliber player, because we know what type of players USC traditionally gets, I think this is huge. And Grant Bucky coming to UCLA, he looks like he's going to be a ball player, man. I mean, we were I went to 10, 11, 12 spring practices. I don't know the total on the top of my head. This guy was a dude out there already competing, completely looks the part of 265 pounds as a true freshman. Stand-up defensive end. He's going to learn from the likes of Aliatu Latu and, you know, the Murphy twins and some of these great edge rushers that we have and just some of the leadership that's going to be in that defensive locker room. I'm betting on Grant Bucky to be a very productive player at UCLA. And, you know, if he does reach his ceiling, he's going to be a high-level NFL draft pick. So Grant Bucky for his high-level ceiling – And his former USC commitment, we got to put him in at number five. So Grant Bucky coming in at number five. Number four, a guy that I think is going to take the reins for the starting safety spot, uh, strong safety spot next to Jordan Anderson. Kamari Ramsey was a part of the 2022 recruiting class out of Sierra Canyon High School. You guys probably know it as Bronny James' high school. You know, a lot of famous high school players have gone there, but they do have a football team too. Committed to Stanford. And he was a part of David Shaw's you know, last recruiting class there in 2022. And he, I think he saw the writing on the wall. He wanted to get out of there. He flipped. And then he went to UCLA. He was actually the highest-rated player in the 2022 class. And you can see. I mean, he's a very solid player. And he's going to potentially break into the starting lineup as early as this season. Maybe beat out Kenny Churchwell as the starting strong. Safety. Very intelligent player underrated, you know, when it comes to the hit stick that he can provide out there in the open field, I really like Ramsey. And I think um, UCLA, I mean, he's, he was the highest rated recruit flipping him from the likes of a Stanford uh, was huge as well. Just a, a school that is so prestigious and, you know, you know, massive for delivering on talent and, you know, academics, it's a hard school to get a player to flip from knowing that they were going to Stanford. So getting Kamari Ramsey, Given the caliber of the player, getting him was a flip from Stanford, we got to put him at number four. Number three, this is where it gets interesting. I could go a variety of different directions, but I'm going to go with Alec Anderson, man. He was right tackle at UCLA. He was about as solid as you can get from the right tackle position. 30 games played in his UCLA career, 17 starts at right tackle for UCLA. And he was about as solid as you could find as a Pac-12 level starting right tackle. I wouldn't say he was a starter. Uh, Excuse me. I wouldn't say he was a star. I wouldn't say he was a guy that, you know, was flirting with all American status, but this guy's playing in the NFL. He's with the bills right now was a very productive player. And you just felt confident with him out there at the right tackle position really solidified the right side of the line. Um, You know, came on the Bruin Bible. We got to hear his story and his impact in the line. I mean, we had John Gaines on, him and Gaines were as thick as thieves together, very close buddies. And, you know, with Alec Anderson, he said he's one of the smartest guys, you know, in the room. He he got everybody else up to speed, kind of what Gaines did this year for the line. So Alec Anderson, the, the impact he made in the starts for his career, the next level prowess that he was able to achieve with the Buffalo Bills, just being a damn good player for UCLA. We got to put him in at number three. Alec Anderson coming in at number three for the UCLA Bruins. Number two, a guy that played two sides of the football. And by the way, Alec Anderson was committed to Washington State. I want to clear that up. So he was a Washington State commit, ended up flipping to UCLA late in the process. I was so jazzed to talk about our guy, Alec Anderson, I forgot what union school he went to. So Alec Anderson flipped from Washington State to your UCLA Bruins. Number two, Neo Mafi guy who played defense and offense for UCLA flipped from Cal, another Cal victory for UCLA in terms of acquiring talent. You know, I think the tax we're paying them is for all the recruits and transfers we're being able to take away from them because at this point it's just getting silly, man. 14 starts on defense was a solid defender. And then they, they, they say, Hey, Neil, I think you, if you switch to offensive line, maybe lose some weight. I think you can make the NFL lost the weight, Came in and was one of the highest rated guards, you know, in the entire country. I think he was number two last year, according to PFF for UCLA. Was just an absolute stud, man. And uh, drafted in the fourth or fifth round by the Patriots this year. Huge get for New England. And if you're asking me, who may have the longest, most successful career out of this draft class? You know, even guys like Charbonnet and Dorian Thompson-Robinson. It wouldn't totally shock me if Neo maffi was the guy that had the strongest resume in terms of numbers of years, in terms of maybe accolades when it comes to the, the guard position. He's going to one of the best offensive line coaches and coaching groups in Dante Scarnecchia and New England, Belichick, all that jazz. So Neo Maffi, I think, has got to be on the list. Flip from Cal to UCLA. And UCLA, you know, he represents everything that's great about being a Bruin with a the great journey, the story, the massive amount of weight loss to just mauling dudes in the run game. You know, so Neo Moffy, he comes in at number two. And number one, fairly obvious. We got to go with our guy, Dante Moore, man. Hasn't played a snap either, but five-star quarterback, legitimized UCLA in terms of going to the Big Ten. We needed a face to do that. And Chip Kelly, you know, the fan base, were still about 50-50 on Chip, it feels like. We needed a face where... This guy's going to be able to play. He's going to be, you know, moving to the Big Ten, a, a, a on-field presence as the face of the program, if you will. Dante Moore is that. We saw him enroll early competing for the one spot in the quarterback room as a 17-year-old, and he may win the job. He's just a an absolute stud. He flipped from a, you know, Oregon University, came down here, and he's from the Midwest too, so he's from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, so just knowing that you had another presence coming from the Midwest, big 10 country, if you will, to UCLA is so big on a variety of different levels. And if you were, if I was betting, I will bet that Dante Moore, if he does reach his ceiling at UCLA, will be the most successful quarterback we've had here since Cade McNown and Troy Aikman, and maybe rewrites the record book completely, even with the likes of a Dorian Thompson Robinson numbers, things like that, what he's able to do. I just believe in the kid. Elite poise, leadership, ball placement, touch. He's got it all, man. And I'm really excited to see where it goes. Bruin Bible, thank you guys so much for tuning in on this Sunday evening. Had to give you guys the update on Rob Booker. Really excited about him coming into our program. Make sure to like and subscribe to the Bruin Bible podcast. Um, We've got some great things coming in store, so please check us out. Uh, Much love to you guys, man, and we'll see you later this week with the offensive line rankings where we feel about UCLA's O-line coming into 2023. Take it easy.